The Coffs Case 186.3, Triple M, it's Moffy with you this morning and tops around about 27 degrees, bit of rain around. We're less than two months from a state election here in New South Wales. It's looking likely from all the data and all the, the people I've spoken to on the ground that um, we're likely to have a new Premier and that bloke joins me now, Chris Minns. G'day. Moffy, thanks for having me on. Thanks to let me speak to the Coffs Coast. It's been 12 years or so in opposition in New South Wales. You ready to run the state? Yeah, look, it's been a long time in opposition. New South Wales Labor hasn't won an election in 16 years. So uh, we've learned a lot of lessons, painful lessons in that period of out of office, but we think we're ready for the big challenges ahead. And more importantly, we're listening to people on the ground, trying to understand exactly what families and communities are going through and make sure we've got practical responses and solutions to those problems. I mean, in opposition, Chris, it's always easy to go, you know, we could do this and we could do that. And, you know, we've spent a lot of time having a chat to uh, the very capable Rose Jackson uh, about the housing situation around the state, and she's very impressive. Um, It's probably one of the biggest concerns in our city here is housing, but it's not isolated either. But what is the plan? I mean, if you guys form government in a couple of months' time, what are you going to do? Yeah, we've got to do more about supply, both in the regions and in the cities. It's just not enough for young people in particular to get into the housing market. There's 2 million renters across New South Wales, and I I tend to think of them as the great forgotten people in any debate about housing. No one thinks about renters. So Labor's come up with a whole bunch of plans, ending secret rent bidding, making sure that there's grounds if people are going to be evicted and ensuring that there's opportunities for people to have pets in rentals, for example. We've also get more, got to get more supply into the marketplace. We think we can do these things. It's not going to be a silver bullet or an overnight thing, but we've got to start somewhere. I mean, it's one of those things that it's, it's kind of so many different tiers of government, but also even with industry, with builders and, and real estates and things like that all working together, Chris. Absolutely. I mean, I've spoken to builders right across New South Wales. They're very keen to get going when it comes to more supply in the marketplace. You've got a lot of people who are skilled up in this in this area. We've got world-class builders in New South Wales. My sense is that there's just not an overall governing planning body that's actually looking at where people live and where supply is needed. One hand doesn't talk to the other hand. And as a result, you've got areas that are burning like parts of the coast, coast where there's just not enough supply. And we're acutely aware, look, I'm a city person, I don't pretend to be from the regions, but, you know, I know that if rents go up, somebody gets evicted. If they've got kids in school, it can mean that their entire lives are uprooted and they've got to move to another town. It's not like in Sydney where you go to another suburb. Yeah, you talk about kids. I want to talk about education because, I mean, we've got a lot of issues with education. I know a lot of unhappy teachers because of the setup and stuff like that. I uh, have people that I've spoken to who they're school teachers, but they don't have permanent roles. And so that affects them when they want to try and get a home loan and stuff like that. I, I note the last couple of days, uh, 10,000 teachers from temporary to, to permanent, which is a good thing. Yeah, there's this crazy situation in New South Wales where we've got 3,000 vacancies for teaching positions across the state, but something like 40% of school teachers are on temporary or casual contracts. So they can't, they don't know whether they've got a job day one, term one for the new school year. And as a result, it's almost impossible to get financing for your house. So we're going to convert 10,000 of those temporary teachers into permanent positions in New South Wales public schools so that we can tell them that we want them. We need them in the school. We want them to be part of that school environment for the coming year. Uh, we're just, uh, it's, a, it's a disaster at the moment because teachers don't know whether they're needed in those schools. And as a result, many of them are just leaving the profession altogether. Yeah, exactly. Demerit points. Now, there was a, a story a couple of weeks ago about a pledge 
when it comes to demerit points and getting the points back, and a lot of people are confused around it. Can you run through how that would work? Yeah, I mean, it's quite a simple process. We're going to start a trial beginning uh, next year where we will say to drivers across New South Wales that if you've got a clean sheet, you don't rack up any demerit points for a 12-month period, we'll give you one point back onto your licence. The situation at the moment is it's all stick and no carrot. And we're seeing, unfortunately, the road toll go up year on year. So we think we need to make a change in philosophy from the New South Wales government where we say to people, look, we want to incentivise you to do the right thing on the roads. And if you do that for a 12-month period, you'll get a point back. We'll see how it goes, Moffy. I mean, I think for the last few decades, it's all been about punishing drivers for doing the wrong thing. We want to try a new system where we, I guess, reward drivers for doing the right thing and incentivise them for being safe on our roads. I mean, we may as well try it. Yeah, I mean, so many so many people have lost their licences for low-range offences, uh, particularly with these hidden speed cameras right across the state, more than at any time in the state's history. And uh, I want to make sure that when people do the right thing, they're shown there's some gratitude for that and they're incentivised to do the right thing on the roads. Now, something a bit strange is uh, a a politician who wants to be the Premier who says, I'll bring UFC to Sydney. (laughs) What's the thinking behind it, mate? Well, look, UFC, you know, mixed martial artists, we've got two world champions from New South Wales, Robert Whitaker and, um, you know, of course, Alexander Volkanovsky from Wollongong, who are world champions in their weight divisions. Uh, Robert's no longer the belt holder, but an amazing athlete. And Melbourne and Western Australia in particular have stolen these UFC events and taken them to their hometowns. The one in Victoria generated about $120 million worth of economic activity. There's an enormous amount of UFC fans right here in New South Wales. We kind of consider this the home of MMA in Australia, and we want to make sure that fans in New South Wales have got an opportunity to see these world-class athletes in action. I just want to, and it's a feeling, and I know after the the federal election there was a sense of it too, that the regions are missing out. Um, Is that going to, that's not going to be the case? There's not going to be a big focus on Western Sydney? Uh, what, What can people expect? Yeah, look, absolutely. We need to make sure that we're looking after the regions. We need to make sure that we're looking after industry and businesses in regional communities right across the state. We're really committed to doing that. We know we've got a, you know, we might be on a short leash from many regional voters, but I'm determined to meet that bar. And, you know, Moffy, I'll come on as many times as I have to uh, to speak to Cox Coast listeners about what our plans are for the future of New South Wales. It's where so many businesses and economic opportunity is starting and growing right now. And we've got to make sure that when this wave is coming through, that we actually catch it and there's a bright future for regional New South Wales. Well, Chris, I admire that you uh, you always front up and uh, and take on any criticisms and stuff like that, mate. All the best for the election coming up. Anytime, Moffy. Have a good one, mate. Chris Minns, the opposition leader and the leader of the Labor Party and possibly could be our next Premier of New South Wales. This is Triple M.